This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another post from r slash t-i-f-u, the subreddit where people post stories on how they messed up. Today's post. Today I effed up by adopting a cat, which resulted in us both getting tapeworm and me almost dying. Now, if you're a little squeamish, I advise you to not keep listening to this post. It might give you the heebie-jeebies, because this one goes there. This screw-up has been set up perfectly for disaster over the past few months, and is continuing to destroy my life. This is a long one, but every detail counts and portraying one of the worst weeks of my life. Let me preface this by saying I love my cat more than anything, and while he is currently not sleeping anywhere near me, he's still getting a lot of cautious love. I can't imagine being self-isolated alone without him right now. Truly, I love him too much. Too much love got us here today. In January, I adopted an 11-year-old 19-pound chonker. I fell in love instantly. His last family returned him after six months with a bad case of fleas. He had been defleed, but came home with a slew of other health issues. By the end of January, after a lot of vet visits, he seemed to be on the mend. I knew what I was signing up for when I adopted a senior cat, but I just didn't realize the endless possibilities. Truly, I tell him every night before bed he's my ride or die, and that's about to be tested with this saga of the greatest love story ever told. Early February, he starts coughing and stops pooping in his litter box, despite me cleaning it daily. He's still peeing in there but seems cautious and runs out immediately. Even when he started pooping on the floor, thank God for wood floors, he'd run under my bed from it. That was the only time he'd go under my bed, otherwise he was cuddled up on or next to me. His medical chart from when I adopted him said he had issues with litter box pooping. They suspected he was afraid of his last family's other cat, and it was behavioral. But something didn't add up. He was fine with pooping in the litter box for the first month after his kitty enema. I cleaned up his poop every other day and saw nothing out of the ordinary. He was starting to lose weight, which was good because as cute of a chonker as he is, it's not healthy, folks. I stopped free feeding him, started feeding him scheduled wet food meals, and we had daily playtime to get him to a healthy weight. I bring him into the vet in February for the sixth time in a month and a half. He had half of his teeth removed before I adopted him. This resulted in an incision infection and an anema due to opiate constipation. This visit was for his cough. I even ask if he could have worms. The vet tells me, I know you're trying to be a good pet owner, but he likely has allergies and it's a behavioral issue. This might be something he has to live with. Come see me if his mucus turns brown. 
I had been right about every single doctor Google diagnosis up until this point, but whatever. I buy an air purifier, vacuum and clean regularly, change the bedding weekly, I already have an obsessive cleaning schedule, and COVID and quarantine has only allowed that time to thrive. Ask any of my previous roommates, and I am the cleanest person you'll ever live with. Despite the cleaning, some coughing days were better than others. All of a sudden, at the end of last week, he starts coughing a lot less, and I start feeling like absolute shit. My best friend even makes a joke that I caught whatever my cat had. Sick, sick foreshadowing. When I read the article about the tiger in the Bronx catching COVID-19, I was convinced we both had it. My chest was tight, frequent bathroom runs, just pure exhaustion, losing weight rapidly despite being quarantined for a month in a tiny studio, malnourished to the point my hair is falling out. I'm a mess. I guess it's a good thing I got laid off two weeks ago, because the bathroom and I are very close friends these days. I wake up Monday morning to the pungent smell of my cat's usual poop surprise on the wood floor. He's such a kind cat to poop where it's easily cleaned up. That's when I see them. Worms crawling around everywhere. I'm gagging. Take a little sample for the vet and flush the rest. I doctor Google the shit out of it, and it is for sure tapeworms. Then I read about the eggs. Let me remind you, I change my sheets and wash my duvet cover weekly. I make my bed the second I get out of it, and even vacuum my duvet cover. I run to inspect my bed. There are eggs everywhere. Little rice demons of hell that have been dropping from my poor cat's bum for three months. I'm dry heaving at this point. I live in an old studio apartment and my bed is against a brick wall. So I get little grout crumble pouches that I have to vacuum up pretty regularly. I remember feeling little patches of what I assumed one night was grout in my sheets, but fell asleep wine drunk and ignored it. When I tell you they were everywhere, I mean they were everywhere. My pillow, under my pillow. My cat and I fell asleep cuddling every night. Again, I love this cat too damn much. I call the vet, and it is undoubtedly tapeworm. We suspect he's had it since I adopted him. His prescription gets to me within a few hours. I also get flea medication and spray. I check him for flea dirt regularly and hadn't seen anything, but better to be cautious. I bag all of my bedding, throw out half of what I own, vacuum every inch of this place for an hour. I'm on the effing floor with my flashlight and find a dead tapeworm under my couch. I swiffer, disinfect my couch, flip my mattress, like total mental breakdown. I give him his medication and his cough stops instantly. He hasn't coughed once since Monday. This has been one of my childhood phobias since I read about that urban legend about the guy who starved himself, then put a burger patty on his tongue and lured the tapeworm out until he could grab it from his mouth. I'm thinking about this story after giving my cat his meds when holy moly diarrhea. 
I look in the toilet bowl to three long strings floating on the sides that normally I would have flushed to sewage heaven without second thought. But they are undoubtedly tapeworms. My grown ass calls my mom and sobs while still sitting on the toilet in all of my wormy glory. I call and embarrassingly show the doctor, and the doctor tells me I too have tapeworm and writes me a prescription. He asks me if I just want tapeworm or a full deworming. I'm like, what the F does that mean? He's like, you'd be surprised how many parasites are living in you regularly. Just wait and see what you're about to poop out. I honestly just want to die at this point. My cat and I are prescribed the same medication, obviously just different doses and different price tags. His was $13 for two doses. Mine, $130 for one dose, two pills. That's even with my last month of insurance from my previous employer. I immediately received a text that my prescription is on back order because of COVID. I'm trying to fall asleep that night on my couch without any blankets, and wouldn't you effing guess it? My heat stops working. So now I'm just shivering on a small ass couch, knowing there's worms crawling around inside of me and eggs everywhere. I don't sleep. I call the pharmacy when they open in tears, asking when my meds are going to get there. Lucky me, they had just arrived. He asked me, did you know your prescription is $130? I'm like, uh, no, I've never had tapeworm, but I guess the price is irrelevant. We both nervously laugh. I also haven't had an in-person human interaction in a month because I've been self-isolating alone and laid off due to COVID. So this is trying on so many levels. I order delivery for a big ass meal from my favorite restaurant because one, I have no appetite because the thought of feeding the worms makes me want to die. And I was hoping ordering from my favorite restaurant would entice me to eat. And two, medication has to be taken with food. Three, I realize this is the last day the calories don't matter. Might as well enjoy it. I pick up my prescription, light a candle, call my best friend. We have a little virtual funeral for my worms and try to make light of the situation. I play the song I want played at my funeral, Hamburg song by Kanye. It's beautiful. But it just keeps getting worse, y'all. My best friend hesitantly tells me he was telling his physical therapist about my worm saga. She recommended buying clove oil and rubbing it on my pink starfish. I'm like, why? Apparently worms like to bite your butt on the way out and clove oil prevents that. I hate everything at this moment. It's like the different levels of hell. I take the pills and I am reading the prescription pamphlet. It notes that you'll experience some random aches and pains while the worms are dying. Let me tell you, I felt every effing worm dying as I lay blanketless on my couch in the fetal position. All of a sudden, I'm thinking about the worms and I can't breathe. My throat is kind of itchy and I'm thinking there are worms dying in my tonsils at this point or I got COVID at the pharmacy. I'm laying there in the fetal position, telling myself it's just a panic attack. 
My cat decides to go pee at 2 a.m., jumps out startled, trailing pee all over the apartment. I know the medication says limit your alcoholic beverages, but I say, screw it, and make a drink. I clean the pee and finally fall asleep for about three hours. I wake up bright and early to the smell of cat poop. Still half asleep, I searched his normal spots and couldn't find any poops. He left it in the tub for me. A new spot. Thanks, cat. Easy cleanup and no worms. I take it as a win. I flush it down the toilet, bleach the tub, and obsessively wash my hands. Let me tell you, my hands are bleeding from the amount of times I wash them between COVID and Warmageddon. I look at myself in the mirror while scrubbing my raw hands and holy shit, my face is swollen to the point I'm still surprised I can see out of my eyes. My tongue is flopping all over the place. I am having a severe allergic reaction to the tapeworm medication. That panic attack while falling asleep was actually an allergic reaction. I immediately video chat my doctor. He tells me to go get Benadryl immediately and writes me a steroid prescription. I get a call from their finance department on the brief walk to the pharmacy. $140 for that five minute virtual visit. I try to dispute the charge. She can't do anything. I just flat out ask her, can I just tell you about my shitty life then for $140? We talk for five minutes about how much my life sucks. And she agrees. She was very nice about it, but still $140. She basically tells me that if I had waited a month to get tapeworm and almost die from the medication, the virtual visit would have been cheaper without insurance. Effin love it in American healthcare. I cut my losses, go back to the same pharmacy from the day before, and they ask me what's wrong. I lift up my glasses and they were like, oof, did you know you were allergic to this medication? At this point, I'm like, why do any of you think I've had tapeworms before? Truly, complete mental breakdown. I buy my medication, a box of wine, and $20 worth of candy to ease the pain. So folks, here I am, unemployed and alone during a pandemic, clenching my butt like never before, still haven't pooped because I'm terrified of warm kisses on the way out. Face still swollen shut, but I'm breathing fine. My cat is a new cat, so for that, I am grateful. I am 100% sure I will have PTSD from this experience. It is going to be a long, long time before my cat and I snuggle regularly again. But I know we'll get there, and I still love him. Adopt senior pets regardless of the story, because 10 out of 10 would still get worms again for him. Wormageddon 2020 will not soon be forgotten. And if you're still with us, there's more. TIFU Wormageddon Update. Today I effed up by posting on the internet about the tapeworms plaguing my cat and I. You didn't need it, you didn't want it, but here is part two and the update. I can only write essays, guys, so buckle up. I'm speechless. I'm mortified. I'm grateful. I have never had so many people asking for updates on my poop before, and truly, I have peaked. 
I can now remind my sister that every time she gets annoyed when I send her a poop pic and ask if it looks normal, there are thousands of people that care. You cared. The first thing my mom told me at the beginning of this nightmare was, do not tell people you have tapeworms. So naturally, I decide I just had to tell the world. Friends would be checking in before the post and be like, hey, how are you holding up with unemployment? And I'd be like, oh, you know, pretty bored. Tiger King was entertaining, but just okay. Word of vomit, my cat and I have tapeworms. Honestly, it's a problem. I called my mom today and prefaced it with, Mom, I might have messed up. I explained what Reddit is, sent her the link, and waited to die of disappointment as she read it. When she called me back after reading it, she reminded me that my grammar was awful, per usual, but she always did love reading my writing growing up. English majors, am I right? So thank you to every single one of you. The good comments, the not-so-nice comments, yeah, I read those too, the parasitic comments. My body is full of love and worms. And while I can laugh with the world about this, I read a lot of similar tragic stories of various parasites, and it's not fun. But for the updates and to address a few things. 1. A surprising amount of people wanted an update about my poop. So last night, I didn't sleep. Partly because I was bloated and felt wiggles, part because I was having too much fun reading everyone's comments. It was nice to focus on something other than the intestine slitherings. After a few sits on the wiggle throne this morning, I gave up. My best friend and I were reading through the comments when he woke up, and we dubbed this million dollar poop. Honestly, I had such a mental block about what was going to be expelled from deep inside, but your kind comments and me vocally reassuring myself that this was the million dollar poop helped. Me push through that barrier. So many people wanted to know, and I couldn't fail you guys. Also, today was the best day ever because Taco Bell didn't deliver to my area previously. I had sold my car to afford the move here last year, and I check about weekly to see if there's any chance of a shredded chicken quesadilla in my future. The karma gods have blessed me with Taco Bell delivery today. Karma is real, prove me wrong. I order $30 worth of Taco Bell, and it is time. I went through all the different stages of poop throughout the day. First round, little nuggets. Second round, long snake. Third round, diarrhea. Fourth round, ghost poops. I know there is more coming tonight, and still fear the buried bits, but I squat with courage tonight. There were distinguishable warm bits most actually getting digested during the extermination, apparently. But it was not the wiggling blob I imagined in my worst nightmares. Nothing appeared to be alive and nibbling my hole during departure, so this day was rather pleasant. Honestly, had I not known about the freeloaders, I probably wouldn't have realized they were worms. Rest easy tonight, friends. Also, to the Uber Eats driver who kept my sugar-free Baja Blast, most likely by accident, it happens. You've earned it, and I genuinely hope you enjoyed it and are staying healthy. 2. I hate myself for posting this solely because so many people noted they were afraid to touch their pets or adopt one. Stop that. Seriously, stop. Now, 
you know what to look for the second it starts, on the off chance it happens. My cat is entirely an indoor cat. I know that's not the case in many parts of the world, but that is my cat's reality. We will be more diligent, regardless of him being a home buddy. Your comments calling me a nasty gal will not deter me from sleeping next to my cat when this is all said and done. This was such a freak circumstance, and I am grateful to him beyond measure. He deserves to sleep in my bed like the emotional support king he is. 3. I am beyond touched that so many people want to send me anything. Seriously. The people who were waiting for their unemployment checks to send me something? My god, no, no, no. You keep that. If you feel compelled by this story, please, donate to a COVID fund assisting families in need. Not just some wormy girl and her wormy cat. Or your local animal shelter. The kids still gotta be fed. The pets still gotta be adopted. 4. Vets are humans, and there is human error in any profession. I am empathetic, and I'll leave it at that. 5. Honestly, I'm touched that people enjoy my storytelling. I've actually been using this downtime to finally write the sci-fi screenplay I've been dreaming of for years and telling anyone drunk enough to listen through the plot. It's about Armageddon, but with gator-human hybrids. In Armageddon, if you will. This was obviously the inspiration for Warmageddon, if you missed that. I need Samuel L. Jackson to play a key part in it, so if any of you know him, tell him I need to collab. Seriously, I'm not joking. Keep an eye out. Hoping it'll be to you guys soon on Netflix. Whew! If you're still with me, thank you from the bottom of my heart. There likely won't be a part three, lucky for you all. But I have asked my best friend to update you all if I succumb to the worms. Also, major shout out to him. Couldn't have gotten through Warmageddon and quarantine without your long distance love and laughs, and talking me down while I give warm birth. I hope everyone has a friend like this during this time. The human friend, not the warm one. Goosey Goo and I wish you all nothing but the best. Stay healthy, be sweet, and that rice in your bed isn't rice. And that's gonna wrap up today's post. What a wild ride. Uh, this post was a little gross, but such, such a fun read. I thoroughly enjoyed her storytelling as well. What do you guys think? I would love to hear your reactions to this craziest story in the comments below. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash TIFU and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.